0: But where are you really from?
1: But where are you really from? Hi everyone,
0: I'm Jesse Ling.
1: And I'm Angela Lin. Welcome back to another episode of But Where Are You Really From? Today we have an interesting topic, at least for us, hopefully for you too. We want to talk about our names or mm. in general the topic of having kind of two or more names potentially if you are from multiple cultures what goes into coming up with those names what potential baggage do we carry because we have multiple names and everything else to do with that topic um so as we've said many times throughout this podcast we're both taiwanese american so outside of our english western names of angela and jesse we also have chinese names which we used plenty growing up especially because we went to chinese mm-hmm. school every sunday and <laughs> to write and go by those names um, mm-hmm. so i think we were kicking this off by sharing what our chinese names are um, and kind of how we felt about that about having them so mm-hmm. my chinese name is Wan zi what about you Jesse?
0: Mine's Lin Yi. All
1: right. so <laughs> what did you think about having a Chinese name growing up because was like was it weird to share that name for you to other people in any context specifically or or was it just like whatever I have two names?
0: I think it definitely depended on who you were talking to. So if you were talking to like, your mom's friend like an asian auntie or anyone else who spoke mandarin or you know primarily you were going to be talking to them in mandarin it wasn't as weird because that's kind of like it's almost like your default like your default name is that when you're speaking in mandarin but then when you are like i mean we've, we've like talked about this before like when you're in school and other situations where people are like oh yeah like what's really your name or like um, can you, t- can you tell me your Mandarin? It's like a little bit weird because it's like the closest thing that I, th- I can approximate it to would be like meeting a person and being like, oh, what's your Christian name? Cause it's like <laughs> a weird thing to just like randomly ask somebody. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, those are the situations where I've been like, oh, like, why do you want to know? I, I can tell you, but it's like a little bit strange and plus like it doesn't mean anything to it doesn't even like I don't even know necessarily the meaning of my name so I'm like if it doesn't mean anything to me it doesn't mean anything to you so yeah there were definitely like those situations where people were just kind of like asking randomly I would be like why do you want to know it's a little bit strange yeah. what about you
1: yeah same I think it definitely was just kind of normal if the person you were talking to was already speaking to you in Chinese because even though Okay, so you kind of mentioned that, like, what's your real name thing, and it is, like, triggering, I think, when someone asks you what your real name is after you've given the, you know, the English name that you definitely go by, but I think there is this other kind of, like, flip side with, which is that if someone is speaking to you in Chinese your, like, quote-unquote real name is your Chinese name. Like, they don't want to know your English name, right? So Mm
0: -hmm. um,
1: it's, like, in that context, it's your, quote-unquote, real name. But, yeah, when someone non-chinese speaking asks for that i always found like it felt like we were like dancing monkeys or something you know they're like oh tell me you're like do oh, the yeah. thing tell me the thing yeah. and it's like shut up also it's like why am i even telling you you're gonna butcher it you can't speak chinese like there's <laughs> yeah chinese pronunciation yeah. is really hard so it's like you're not gonna say it right and it's weird so I never enjoyed it when someone would ask me what that was. Um, You mentioned that you Uh, didn't even necessarily know what your name meant. And I definitely mm -hmm. didn't know. I think, I swear to God, I think one time during Chinese school, they did make us, like, look up what our names meant and, like, maybe present it in class or something. But that was so long ago. I definitely don't I didn't remember it. So we... Respectively asked our parents (laughs) what our names mean um, recently. And that's kind of how we knew it in this most recent time. So Jesse, what did you find out about your name?
0: Oh, I feel like they didn't really explain it that well, like in terms of what it actually means. But what they did explain was when drawing the name, So they told me that there are like these elements that um, every person is born with. Mm -hmm. It's something like fire or, you know, your regular or something elements. Yeah. And when you're born, you go to a person who basically calculates. It's kind of like astrology a little bit or numerology, something like that. And they calculate based off of the date and time you were born, like what, properties of different elements you have, and then they create your name to balance you out where you are deficient or like, I hate the word over-indexing, but it's like (laughs) the best word, like deficient or over-indexing in a specific element, and then like that's how they, that's how they draw your name.
1: Okay, so my dad actually told me the exact same thing, but he was talking about it more in like his generation. He said it was more common that people kind of named their kids to make up for the lack of a certain element. And and I Mm -hmm. let's just say what those elements are. I think it's um my dad told me it was gold, aka metal, fire, Mm -hmm. water, earth, and hold on. Wood or something. Oh yeah, and wood. Yeah. Yeah. But then he said that yeah, like, if you were deficient in, like, one or two of them, then they'd use that word in some way in your name, whether it was, like, literally that word, or, you know, in Chinese, there are a lot of characters that are kind of, like, combo words that have, like, you could include the word gold in it, but, like, add a thing mm-hmm. on the right or bottom or mm-hmm. whatever, and it becomes something else. But your name yeah. doesn't have any specific element, so what is i
0: mean the middle character of my name is h- home yeah it could be interpreted as home so maybe i'm not i lack um a home element
1: <laughs> earth like is that supposed to be earth?
0: uh well name is Shamu. i mean it's a family yeah, name but that's but it's your family
1: name yeah that, that's... okay okay
0: <laughs> um i don't know I honestly like I asked them and I don't think that they really understood how it was picked. They just kind of de- as, like described kind of the world of what was happening when the name selection occurs. But it is actually one of the things that is common when you're introducing your Chinese name to other Chinese people is you'll be like, oh, you know, my name's Lin Jiayi, Shuang Lin," And then you'll like explain what the character looks like. Because so many characters sound exactly the mm-hmm. same, which is I think very... Interesting and different from how you would introduce like an English name. Like, you would never be like, my name's, you know, Jesse with a Y. Some people do that, but I don't yeah. feel like a lot of people do that. You just say, like, my name's Jesse or my name's whatever. It's, and,
1: not, and as it's not as common. It's not as common unless you're spelled in like a weird way. It, yeah, I think that's something difficult to wrap your head around if you don't speak. I, I assume that other Asian languages have kind of similar stuff because there's, um, similar pronunciations for many different words but yeah it is it is kind of funny like they always you are supposed to like explain how your name is written when you spell like yeah yeah Yeah. um and then i guess like i mean because we're we're first gen so we're not as good at chinese as uh you know native born folks but i guess they like if you explain which word it is they kind of already know what it means a little bit too um without having to look it up which is kind of weird but um yeah so my name I went through an extensive I asked extensively about my name first of all apparently I I don't know about yours it sounds like you just had like I think you had a fortune teller because that's what my dad called those people even though they did what you said and you called them astrologers or whatever but um he, he said that we they had like multiple names options for both me and my brother. I don't know about you. Like, was it just like, do you know if there were like a bunch and then they just like chose one or they were like, this is his name, deal with
0: it. No, I think, I think there were a few options and right. then they let the parents pick like which option they like the most.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, right. same with my brother, um, because apparently they i didn't have a fortune teller involved in my name choosing because i was born in america um so i guess it was not really a thing as opposed to my brother who was born in taiwan and he's the firstborn so it was like a big deal um so they definitely went to a fortune teller but my dad told me that originally for my brother he chose he like spent a lot of time choosing 10 philosophy inspired names because my dad is like super into philosophy and he thought it would be like a good tribute or whatever and then they presented 10 different names to my mom's dad and he was like i don't like these so then <laughs> so then they were forced to go to a fortune teller to find alts um and then presented those to the grandpa again and he was like okay these are good <laughs> so they chose one of those um but for me my mom just chose them like I guess she came up with a bunch of potential names um but just kind of on her own of I guess qualities she was looking for in her child um and also I don't know if your parents told you this but um the names aren't chosen until after you're born already because it yes. does factor in. You need yeah. the, you
0: need the, you need the, the date and the time mm-hmm. yeah. of the, the child. Yeah.
1: yeah. So like, I, I think that's pretty different from the U S because, you yeah. know, yeah, you usually come up with like a million names ahead of time and then they're born and you're like, you look like a Rebecca, like Vivian. Rebecca now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's always from you're like, it's from your short list usually. Um, yeah. yeah whereas you're just like nameless until <laughs> until you're born, if you're Chinese, I guess. Um, so my mom and dad said that one is just like, I don't know, it, enc- it encompasses all the like, quote unquote, good qualities attached to females. So things like warmth and elegance and blah, blah, blah. And then z is like, beautiful and like outwardly whatever i was like <laughs> I'm not so they sure. gave you like a
0: girly girl name basically. super
1: girly girl name super like posh girl name um lady angela i know i'm like i'm not sure you chose wisely here <laughs> <laughs> well that's what my name means <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't think that really worked for you. You were like a tomboy for a while.
1: I mean, I still am. I still am.
0: Okay, yeah. But it was like more, I feel like in the 90s, being a tomboy was more like, (gasps) I'm here, I'm a tomboy. Versus now everyone's kind of like, okay, like gender, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. It's less less of a a big deal. But um, that's really interesting because what my parents told me, so first of all, they probably don't really know what my name means because they didn't pick it themselves. But they did tell me they were like, you can tell when someone has a name that hasn't been selected by a fortune teller because it sounds weird. And I was like, what does that mean? Like they could they couldn't like explain it, but they were like, it just doesn't sound like a a, a, nor- a regular kind of like what you were saying when your dad brought like the names to your grandpa over oh, on grandpa. Um, and he was like, no, I don't like these. I feel like there's this somehow, you know, like there are so many of those things where if your parents are just like, oh, no, that's not it. And you're like, but why? Yeah. They, they can't explain it. They're just like, oh, it's not it, and I and 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 you just don't understand why. And, and they told me that they were like, you can tell when people's names aren't selected by a fortune teller, and they're like, they were like, your grandmother, like my dad's mom, um, her name wasn't selected by a fortune teller. It's only two characters, and it sounds weird. And I and they didn't really give me a good explanation about why it sounds weird. But then I was like poking on them. I was like, okay, so if you didn't get a fortune teller to give you a name how did you pick the name? And it's the same way that your parents are like, oh, they just like picked whatever name and they picked things that like, were like either happenstance or like reminded them of something mm. when the child was born. So it would be like, if the child was born under a big moon, it would be like big moon. Or like if they were born in the spring and there was like lavender, <laughs> it would be like lavender. So it, it's like, it was very much like, like Vivian kind of situation. Yeah. And they actually told me that um, the fortune-telling thing has gone more popular recently. It's hmm. like not, it wasn't really a thing back in the day, which I guess makes sense as I'm like, I mean, like, I think our parents are like a little bit different in terms of like economic class where they're coming from, from Taiwan. But like, I feel like my, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen your, your Taiwan home. Um, but they basically, they were like, nobody had money to, to pay for that. <laughs> Oh. So they were like, yeah, in the, in the old days, like you would just name your child, whatever. Um, and one of the things they brought up was um, a lot of times because you can't be named until you're born, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to get the numerology or whatever. But a lot of the times they didn't name them in the olden days because they didn't know if the baby would survive. So you would just have yeah. like baby That's as the name rough. for a while until, the, until you were sure like, okay, this baby is like gonna not die. And then you would give them a name.
1: Dude. Yeah yeah related i know i've mentioned the like parents parents are human card game that i played with my family um a couple times but um i don't know which which like question brought about this but i learned shit about my parents that i was like what uh, but my mom said that she had a younger sibling die when they were an infant and I they really just told me froze to death it's like what
0: i mean i feel like i feel like we really forget like our parents came from like not even the ghetto. It's not the ghetto. It's like the the third world. <laughs> the third I mean, world. There's yeah. no. They've advanced. No way. Yeah, it's not.
1: Taiwan's yeah. not a third world country, guys. Just say not
0: anymore. Not anymore. But yeah. it was rough for a while. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I and I asked them like a lot of questions about it because I was like, okay, so like, like what happens when you have a child and you don't name them and they pass? Like, how do you honor mm. the child because they have no name? Mm-hmm. Or like, what if you have a miscarriage? Like baby's not born you can't give them a name then they're just kind of like it just kind of is what it is like they just don't have a name Rough. and i was like okay (laughs) they're like it. they only you only get a name if you've like lived for a duration of time otherwise they they don't usually they don't typically like name the baby after it's passed
1: i mean i guess it's easier to not get so attached i guess Mm -hmm. if there's no name that's sad that's just sad
0: but i I think it is. I mean, it shows how powerful and significant like naming yeah. is um, because it's tied to so many of these things like of a person living and being like a viable individual and also like your attachment to them. Because mm-hmm. I, uh, because, you know, if you don't have a name to what you're saying, it's e- I think it's easier, like not so much easier, but maybe a little bit easier for you not to be attached because it's just kind of like, oh, this nameless individualist child. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah actually uh related but sidetrack um Chrissy Teigen I follow her and John Legend um but a couple months back she had a miscarriage like really close to birth um like she was almost a term and then they lost the baby or maybe it was a stillborn or something like that Um, And she wrote a really vulnerable post about how they like she because they already have two kids. um, And she was like, oh, we didn't name like these kids until they were born. Like, I'm sure they had the short list, like, you know, most American people do. But she was like, oh, it was with this third child. They kind of like broke that rule and did name him before he was born. And she mentioned that it was like so much harder because they had already grown this like strong attachment to him because they had named yeah. him so yeah yeah it's sad
0: yeah i mean it's a powerful thing and it's probably why you know parents go-, go to fortune tellers to um to get that done so that you have like the most auspicious name and like luckiness
1: well not me bro <laughs> i'm it's american fine. it's
0: fine. honestly <laughs> like yeah it's it's a little bit weird because I don't exactly know how they're doing they they told me there's like this giant book where like they look at the book and the dates and the times and then they like pull out the name options but it sounds like a little bit weird i'm like how can you have a book that has like every date ever
1: hey everyone we love doing this podcast and if you enjoy our episodes we would really appreciate if you could support us in any number of ways First is by subscribing to us, rating us and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Second is by telling a friend. Third is following us on Instagram at whereareyoufrompod. Fourth is supporting us on Buy Me a Coffee. You can find out more about all of these by visiting our Instagram's link in bio and again our handle is at whereareyoufrompod. Thank you. Now. Well, how about less complex names? We also obviously have English names. Do you know mm-hmm. how your parents named you Jesse?
0: Oh, yeah. It's so funny because I was asking them this and my mom told me the exact same story that I told everyone and my, my dad told me, like, a completely different story. And my mom was like, no, that's not <laughs> correct. What? <laughs> it's, so, first of all, like, let me, I'll backtrack a little bit. I asked them, like, who picked my Chinese name and, like, how, um traditionally like who gets the say and Mm -hmm. my mom was like i picked it Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i I asked my dad i was like didn't you pick it like i'm like your only progeny he's like Mm -hmm. no your mom picked it and i was like okay work work um so i guess there's no like really rigid structure there i don't know country people um and then with my english name it was John Stamos's character on Full House, Uncle Jesse. Yeah, Because when my mom immigrated here to the States, it was one of the shows that she would watch all the time. And it's like it's a family show with lots of laugh tracks and kids. So it's like even if you don't understand English, you can still kind of like relate Mm -hmm. to it. So that's how she said she said like she got the idea from that character. I think she said she looked in like an English name book to see like what that name meant. And then she was like, Oh, like it looks fine. And it's not very typical. And she was like, She's like, Yeah, I didn't want to name you like a John or like an Alex or like a uh, David. Like everyone already yeah. has those names. And I was like, Okay, like I guess you did do your research when you were naming me.
1: So the the dad or mom naming you thing is interesting that they didn't care because my mom she didn't make a big deal about it, but when I asked her about yeah. like who named me, who who named my brother, or whatever, my dad named my brother i mean he was the one who came up with like the first batch of rejected names and i'm guessing he chose from the fortune teller names um but when she said that she came up with my name and all the options she was like blah 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 i came up with your name which is kind of weird because that should have been your dad's job and like kept going and i was like okay so i think there might i think the default might be that the dad usually chooses the name, but just, like, didn't necessarily go that way for either of us.
0: I mean, let's be real. Our moms wear the pants in the room. Real-
1: <laughs> <She's> just... <laughs> they are strong, strong characters. They are
0: strong female figures. Yes. Although they fit within the very traditional female the yeah. uh, stereotype. Uh, but they know. They, they make a lot of the decisions in yes. our family. So,
1: yes. yeah. Um, my name is super similar to yours. It also was just from a sitcom. But okay, so when wait I was, wait which sitcom? Okay, I don't know because when I was growing up, I asked my mom <laughs> a long time ago. I asked my mom, "Where would you come with Angela?" And she was like, "It's from Three's Company." And then I just like brush it off. And then I think like a little later, I looked up the cast of Three's Company. I was like, "There is no Nobody, Angela no, in no this Angela. show." What?
0: There's no character or no cast? There's no the character
1: named character. Angela and then um- like, when I asked her in prep for this episode, I was like, you told me it was Three's Company, but there was no Angela character in that show. She was like, what's Three's Company? And she was like, whatever. <laughs> she was like, I don't remember what show it was, but it was some show I liked. Oh, my God. Very similar to how they named my Chinese name. She was like, oh, I just thought she was pretty, so I <laughs> gave you that name. Oh, my gosh, that's so
0: funny. I like, okay. <laughs> I, do, I do like that, like kind of the duality of it which is like we have put so much significance into your like chinese name and then the english name is just like oh i just like this (laughs) that's cool
1: sounds good (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) whatever it's good it's fine i mean it and it does it does lend the whole credence to like asian name is the real name because they don't care
1: about for them right yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah Okay, well, so neither of us, we both have English and Chinese names, but neither of us have our Chinese names as our, like, middle names. Um, Did you Mm. ever think about that, or did that affect you in any way growing up?
0: I don't think I really thought about it until I encountered somebody who did have, like, a phonetically translated Asian name as, as as their English name. And I think the reason for that is... For me I feel like there's always this divide like at home that's my name and then in the class like elementary school whatever my name was always Jesse so there's never a mix mm. really um and so I never thought about that it was weird until I felt until people started asking like oh is it like is your real cuz cuz then you start as you get older you start encountering people who do have um translated uh, translated Chinese names as their English names. And then people start asking because then they assume mm. that your name is not whatever it is. And it's in fact, you because know, a lot of people have the translated names, but then they're like, oh, my name's Anna or something like that. It's just not legal right yeah, yeah. Um, so then people start assuming that because you are you look like them you also have the same kind of name structure where my name's jesse but legally it says and i didn't really i don't think i don't remember as a kid thinking that it was like weird or anything until people started like really pointing it out mm. what about you
1: it was directly something I thought about because my brother has his name, his Chinese name as his middle name, but I don't have mm. my Chinese name as my middle name. And I didn't ask my parents about this, but if I had to guess, it was just like, you know, he came from Taiwan, like he was born in Taiwan. And then yep. they, yeah, they just were like, that's your name. So it's part of your English name too, versus I was born here and then they didn't do the fortune teller thing. So they probably were just like, keep the American name separate from the Chinese name, if, if I had to guess. Um, and I definitely paid attention to that growing up because I was always really happy that I didn't have my Chinese name in there. Um, mm-hmm. And I always kind of, like, made fun of my brother for having his Chinese name in there. And, I mean, obviously, what we talk about a lot on this show is, like, we didn't like being Asian growing up. We didn't want to mm-hmm. be different. And so, for me, it was definitely, like how much more alienated can you be than to have a name that people can't pronounce as your like actual official name? So, like, I was always really proud when people, people would always ask, yeah, like, what's your Chinese name? And then, or they'd be like, what's your middle name? And I'd be like, I don't have a middle name. And they're like, really? It's not your Chinese name? I'm like, nah, bitch, it's blank. There's no middle name. Um, and I'd be really, like, proud of that fact because I felt like I was defending my Americanness or, like, my right to be one of everyone else, you know? Um, and the only place where my Chinese name existed was, yeah, in the spaces of, like, Chinese school or, like, family friends, mm-hmm. whatever, and also on my Taiwanese passport. Um, but they always, it was separate. It was never, it was not, like, Angela, once, Lin, you know, it was, like, the one's alias Angela Lin on, on the passport.
0: So, you, so your brother's name is Johnny, his actual name, like, the two characters of his yeah. name and then his last name. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, sometimes I think about that and I'm like, because you were born here, right, in the mm-hmm. States. And I, I always think like people make mistakes because like you have the baby and then they're like, write out the marriage certificate. And <laughs> you just push out a baby. So I'm like, I could see a situation where you just completely forgot the middle name because you're like, uh. <laughs>
1: well, actually, that's a really good point. They probably didn't come up with my Chinese name in time mm-hmm. for that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they probably couldn't even...
1: But then my mom randomly watched a show that had the name Angela in it before I was born. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs>
0: well, like maybe they they realized that they needed to register your mm-hmm. English name, but they still couldn't pump out like. Well, but you, yours wasn't. They didn't. They didn't go to a fortune teller for your no, name. No, so but
1: could've... I I think I was still named after I was born because she.
0: Oh okay. Because okay.
1: she she said like oh I chose I chose Z which means beautiful because I thought you were a beautiful baby. So it was after I was born.
0: Would you have chosen something else if you were an ugly baby? Yeah,
1: probably. Wisdom. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) Probably something. The Oh my gosh. No, they would have focused on some other non-beauty related (laughs) word, I'm sure.
0: I mean, I think you do. Like, I feel like our our stories dovetail because, and, and also like I'm thinking about when we had your brother on and he Mm -hmm. was talking about the school that he first went to, the integrated school that he first went to when he came here, it is very much people making us uncomfortable Mm -hmm. about the names that you actually start to notice it. Because as a kid, like, like little kids don't tease you for that because like, it doesn't matter to them. But I think as you get older, um, people start to like separate out and they start to like group people and Mm -hmm. try to like define things. And then that's when you become very aware that like, Oh, like, My name is different, Mm -hmm. not because it's not English, but because people think of the English name as like a secondary name and they think of the um, Chinese name as, as the primary name. And that's when it starts to like actually formulate in your head that it's like a little bit weird and you really start to see it because I don't really remember having that experience at all until people started saying stuff about it.
1: Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking back on it, I think before, like you said, kids don't know to, like, make fun of kids for certain reasons until a certain age. Um, Yeah. And I think until that point, I did think it was, like, cool to have two names. Like, I think I remember thinking it was kind of special that we had two names, whereas everyone else had, like, one name um mm-hmm. it was almost like a secret that no one else had um besides us until then it was yeah exactly what you said it was like no but angela's not your real name what's your real name because you're asian so you must have a, like a different name and it's like fuck you <laughs> so-
0: yeah yeah but it's good i feel like it's good to um even like talking about it to reclaim it like it is my name yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if I forget how to write it, sometimes. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? We've talked about this. My name is way more complex than yours. Oh, I, <laughs> I keep forgetting
0: what your name looks like. Yeah, mine is. Oh, and that—that's—that's that's a good point. My mom also said she picked it because it was easy to write. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's it's like, like it's I easy wanted to write. it to be easy for you.
0: <laughs> I know. She knew. She knew I was going to become a um. What, what's the a non Asian, Asian?
1: Yeah, no, mine, mine's pretty complex. There are a lot of strokes in my my name. Um, right. No, but the the joke is that, like, we went to Chinese school every year till we were graduated high school, um, but we always had summers off. So, like, in the summers, we didn't do shit with Chinese, right? Like, besides, like, talking to our parents or whatever in Chinese, mm-hmm. but, like, writing yeah. and reading, nah. So nah. then... The fr- I I remember there was one year I like came back from summer vacation and the first day of Chinese school you know you write your name on like every assignment and I was like
0: fuck you're like Whoa.
1: <laughs> I think I got it right but I was like hesitating oh
0: my gosh <laughs> oh, damn oh my gosh rough I mean uh, my mom picked correct because it is very easy for me to write my name,
1: yeah try to so. write my name bish you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Too hard. i can
0: write your family name
1: well let's, get into, <laughs> let's get into that let's get into the
0: family name
1: so we have stated this several times but although our last names are both Lin, we are not related with that said all chinese people are related you know at, at some point if you go far back enough but um We wanted to talk about where the lens came from. And then I specifically asked my dad, like, because you remember when we had Catherine and Mark on and they talked about Mm -hmm. how you ask, like, when you know someone's Korean last name, you ask which clan they're from. And it's, like, a whole thing Mm -hmm. to kind of, like, trace Mm -hmm. that back to, I guess, to make sure you're not blood-related if you have, like, the same last name um but i asked my dad if he knew like which clan we're from and he he like gave me some some facts but he was like yes yes you can trace that back but i don't know like all the details off the top of my head he gave me some things but um Hmm. did you ask your parents about where our family name came from
0: Um, my dad said he doesn't, like, know where in China they came from, but he said that if you wanted to find out, you could, basically, Mm -hmm. so... He said that when when the family moved over, they brought with them like a family tree yes, or something like that, yes. and it's like enshrined in like a Lin family temple. Yes, and if you want, <laughs> and you could <can> go <laughs> to the temple and look at the family tree. Yes, and I was like, I was like, where is this family tree? I want to go see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you've never shown it to me. Am I on it? Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's what he told me. He doesn't like r- know exactly, but he was like, we we could go back. Because I was asking, like, do you know, if we have family members back in China, because like at, at some point we the family immigrated to Taiwan, even mm-hmm, if it was mm-hmm. like a couple hundred years ago, it's reasonable to assume that there might still be folks back in China. And he was like, well, you would have to look at the family tree and see like, you know, who's on it. And I'm like, OK, well, I've never seen this mythical family tree or and <laughs> I don't know where the Lin family. I didn't even know we had a family temple. I was like, where is it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. dad said the exact same thing. Um it's interesting because he I think my dad mentioned two temples because his his family temple that is in Taiwan, he mentioned that a while ago to me, which like I was like, okay, so I knew that existed, but then he mentioned there was a different temple that has this family tree back in China and he said that our family is from uh, the Henan province and, mm, okay. uh, specifically the, I guess the hometown is Guang, Guangzhou area. Oh, okay. Um, so that's where we're from, I guess it's thousands of years ago. Um, but did, did your parents tell you, he told me the like myth of where like the Lin's like the OG Lin came from. Did your parents tell you that?
0: No, I did look it up on the... I have the Wikipedia open, though. With oh, the yours is probably original. more
1: accurate than my dad was, like, going off his memory. Want to tell oh, it?
0: I it's a long story. Oh. It's a really long story. It's, it's like, it's, uh, you know, if you guys are familiar with, like, the Warring Kingdoms era and, like, all that stuff in China, it's, like, it's almost, like, K-drama level, like, K-drama level pettiness, but, like, IRL people fighting to control China. <laughs> I mean, you could probably tell your story is probably better. This one's very, 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 very long. But um, it does say that the distribution of the surname Lin, second most common surname in Fujian, fourth most common in the city of Haikou? Haokou? I don't know. That's how it's written in English. And 10th most common in the city of Guangzhou.
1: Okay okay my dad told me the myth the legend um so it is from like a million years ago it's uh from he guessed it was like between 1500 and 2000 bce was the first ancestor whose name was Began apparently um but it's a it's a whole long story but basically he was like the uncle of the emperor there's some like bs about like prove your loyalty to me he got killed so then his family was like gonna get taken by the soldiers and then his wife who was pregnant ran away from them and ran to hide in the woods and then gave birth to their child in the woods and Lin is written as two tree characters side by side, essentially. So that is where Lin came from. Is the fact that this child of the first ancestor was born in the forest. So I really gave you the like cliff notes. He gave me a really long story, but that yeah, <laughs> that's this, what is, just a, did
0: this it. is this is this is a good cliff notes version of the <gasps> origin story on Wikipedia.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's where we came from. Um, so it's funny because I thought Lin was like super fucking common because, uh, It does I mean, seem that way. It seems that way because where we grew up. So we grew up in Irvine, which in the nineties in Orange County, California, um, was like, if it was a Chinese person, you know, Chinese speaking person, they were from Taiwan. Like everyone okay. was from Taiwan. I, I think I knew like one mainland Chinese family. Most people were Taiwanese, um, who immigrated. And so my dad told me. So, yeah, he guessed 17th in China, but you said it's 18th. Um, top three names, I looked this up. Um, top three last names in China are Wang, because it means emperor, so everyone wants to be fucking royalty. So that's number I one. Can. Li and then Zhang are the top three. Mm-hmm. And Lin's, like, super far down. But he said in Taiwan, there is a saying. He said it's Chen Ling Man Tian Xia aka everyone's uh-huh. name, last names are Chen and ling <laughs> everyone and their mom has those two last names so i guess taiwan it's like the number two one or two you know um top last names. so it makes sense yeah. that for us only knowing taiwanese people growing up um we had lins kind of everywhere
0: and you know what, it probably also like dovetails with just the fact of like who like patterns of migration, because it's mm-hmm. like, um, I'm fairly certain that the family is probably from like Fujian province. Mm-hmm. And so like, I would assume that probably if, and it's close to Taiwan geographically from yeah. China, so I would assume that only only certain people were able to immigrate because like, how are you going to immigrate like from the northwest of China to Taiwan? That's like so far. Like, it, you know, a couple hundred years ago, it's, like, really far yeah, for a sure. family to travel. So I'm not surprised. It's only, like, a few family names.
1: Look, I don't know, man. There are Koreans in Argentina. Just saying.
0: <laughs> well, that's a different thing. They were specifically specifically brought there.
1: Oh, were they? I don't know that history.
0: I, I think so. Yeah, I, there were... Um, the reason why there are some Asians in, like, Latin American countries, if I remember properly, is because they have some kind of, like job exchange situation because mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of those countries in in south america were i think either were or are still oil countries so they needed like
1: mm.
0: highly skilled labor or something like that that's how they ended up there
1: something the like that you I don't know remember. i didn't know any of that
0: i could be wrong there's some there's definitely some kind of labor exchange what industry and what for like it's yeah i'm not sure if it's very similar to how they brought chinese people over for railroad Railroads. stuff though
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah All right. So I think that we can move on over to the fortune cookie because we always like to end on a sweet treat. And we're going to ask Angela to tell us what her future naming plans, naming framework looks like and how she will be considering names for her future legacies legacy
1: well it's not that complex since i haven't thought that much about it but okay we we talked about it in the kids episode though for the english name i think it definitely needs to be something that can be pronounced in english and spanish so that it's easy for you know ramon's Mm. side so Um, not jesse (laughs) yesy I've Jessica. heard also of Kessie, <laughs> yeah, Kessie, nope, no, thanks, no, something that's like you know, could be both, um like my name, okay. <laughs> um and then the Chinese name, let's be real. you and I don't know shit about, you know Chinese and meanings, so i'm I'm gonna um. offshore that (laughs) to either my parents or you know a fortune teller like whatever they want to do Um, as long as like they think it's a good name I think that's sufficient to me
0: (laughs) I think honestly a fortune teller makes a lot of sense uh, because we don't really know much about Chinese names and the other thing is that there's always this kind of like as an ABC you're always like kind of illegitimate in a way, for the yeah. people who are like living there. But if you have a legitimate name, you seem less distinct. People will not notice as much. And I think that's part of the reason why why a fortune teller also makes sense.
1: Hey, and actually, if, if the policy is still in place, because the reason I have dual citizenship is that even though I was born in America at the time, my mom said if you registered your baby in Taiwan under one year of it being born, then it could get dual citizenship. So since the names aren't chosen until after <laughs> you're born, since you need the date and hour and all that stuff, I guess we could theoretically name, you know, the Chinese name after it's born in Taiwan with a fortune teller and then register that so that they have that citizenship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Write us in. Tell us what you think, because I mean, not everyone who listens to the show is Asian, but a lot of you are Asian American or Asian something. Um, I'm sure what we talked about today is not distinct to just Chinese speaking people, because most Asian, you know, immigrant families name their kids both names the original language and english so write us in about your experience with having two names whether that was a positive negative neutral experience for you growing up how it kind of affected you um or if you even know what your name means since we definitely didn't write us in at tell us at gmail.com and come back next week because we'll have another episode for you then and until then bye bitches, bitches.